0: Welcome back to the basement, fellow music lovers. You are now tuned into yet another exciting adventure with us here on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Unusual. And if if you actually hit play on this, congratulations, uh, you are one of our loyal listeners. I know, I know, it seems a little sketchy. You're look, right now. You're thinking like, are they really, really going to be talking about Florida Georgia Line? And the answer is yes. We really, really are, uh, because as you'll hear us explain a little bit later, you know, we are. Uh, a music blog, a music podcast. A lot of people have sort of thought we were an indie music blog thing. I, we're we're all old people, man. We don't we, we don't roll in those scenes. In fact, we celebrate all of music and um and part of doing that and part of I think being a good critic is is not just dismissing stuff out of hand. Now, it's not to say that we think that uh, Florida Georgia Line is a good band, and I think you'll get uh, out of this that we we pretty clearly don't, but. As musicians go, and, and as the music space as it exists, uh, it's something worth exploring. Not just their success, but their talents as a songwriter, and uh, and so that's what we did. Uh, this, was, this was as awkward and as stressful uh, for us, if you believe that, as it might be for you in a few minutes, uh, but in the end it was good, and it felt good. Uh, so we're, that's what we're doing this week going to be uh, reviewing the new album, from Florida Georgia Line. Uh, we're also going to be talking about Nelly, uh, his fans' campaign to make him rich again, and uh, playing a track from a band uh, called Level Up. You might have heard of them, uh, if you haven't. I know you've heard of them if you're friends with Quinn, or if you were at the uh, Above the Bayou, the last show there. Uh, Groovy Band out of New York, their third album is out now. It is called Return to Love, and it is on uh, Sub Pop. It's their Sub Pop debut. So... That's your podcast, so so if you've stuck with us for 219 episodes, I think you can stick with us through this. We'll make it together, guys. Uh, and this isn't going to be the last time we do shit like this, so uh, if you're ready to, to get going on this, uh, to put on your <laughs> shit kickers, kick some shit, put a boot in the ass of uh, modern country music, maybe. Remains to be seen. Uh, why don't you head on down to the basement uh, with myself, Eduardo, and Marcus Dowling and join us as we review the new album from Florida Georgia Line uh, Dig Your Roots on episode number 220 of Chunky Lights the Podcast. Here we go.
1: Okay. It happens here and it finishes here Two men enter One man
0: Merely a two word review it just a shit sandwich I will roll the record up to the maximum.
1: That right there is a logical logical file.
2: Yeah, Yeah. you
0: You should be drinking in America, but you're not because you're
2: not American. I mean, Uh, why are you on the podcast? So I'm I'm a type of American, (laughs) and I'm. (laughs) are you are I'm, you i'm an enhanced american these guys here's, are Berthers, here's so. my here's my here's my bona fides here is that i come from further south than anyone in this fucking band this is this is true <laughs> and
0: uh Ooh. that's a, that's a good enough way to start you're not drinking america but me and mr Dowling are yes how you doing uh, i'm great we're, we're down here uh, today to do something either uh, remarkably uh, great or remarkably stupid. It may be a little bits of both. Not mutually exclusive. Yeah. So. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> and, it, and it wouldn't be the first time. Like we, we've, <laughs> right. got, we've got the market on stupid. Um, you know, we, you people listen to this podcast and they're like, it's an indie music podcast. It's not. No. It's a music podcast. We talk about everything. Um, but this time we're going to go in uh, with you, gentlemen, you brave, brave souls, uh, on something that that which should not be uh, heard: Florida Georgia Line. Oh, oh, and, but it should. And uh, they had a new album out. Well, Dig Your Roots came out. I think it was last month. Uh, we've been we've been studying it for that long.
2: Yeah, it takes it takes a while to get to the heart of this album. Yeah, I, I'm now so. a
0: Wikipedia editor for for Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> so,
2: but uh, before, before that, while to get to the
0: roots, <laughs> the roots, yes, yes. <laughs> I heard the pun. I ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> I just took it there. I know. I know. Uh, before we get to that, though, uh, I want to talk about a little something, our, our little internet goings-ons this week. Uh, I think this little match is equally stupid at us as us for covering this. Uh it turns out that uh, Nelly, you know the guy? Yeah. did this on Hot in Here. Hey, he also did...
3: Cruise with Florida Georgia Line, he he did, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: How they have they have a remix?
2: So,
0: so this is a thing. This is like serendipitous (laughs) because because I did not understand (laughs) that or realize that. Because now that you say it, I'm just like, holy fuck, you're right.
2: (laughs) It's a perfect circle. It really is.
0: Well, he didn't make enough money off of that then because he's completely fucking broke. So now what's happening is is that fans are are taking the social media and saying, hey, you know this song that you love. Go ahead and stream it. Put it on while you're asleep. Play it all day long. Play it all night long. Get him some money. Yes. Because we have to save Nelly, uh, because of his contributions to the culture. Which, let's be clear though, oh, God. <laughs> hot hot in here. Have it. Much like the album we're about to talk about does have a very specific contribution to the culture. Yes. But I want to. I want to dig into a little bit about. What that contribution is, because this is this is a song that was uh, catchy as hell, but ultimately fluff. It doesn't like, yeah. enrich anybody's lives. Ooh. It may make you happy for five seconds, but so does crack. So, <laughs> so, so what we have is in a, in a world, and and I said I was going to tie this to the election, Eduardo. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. In in, I'm waiting. <laughs> in, in, a, in a world where we're now operating, we're looking at having the like most powerful country in the free world being run by a star basically on a popularity vote yes right it's no surprise because we have more, i'm sorry morons <laughs> yes. like going and saying you know what we could uh, do something about homelessness <laughs> we could do something about uh domestic abuse fuck it we could do something about cops shooting black people yes you could. but you yeah. know what we gotta do <laughs> save nelly save nelly <laughs> so what the fuck gentlemen Okay, I'll I'll start.
3: The, the only redeeming trait about Hot in here at this point in 2016 is that it samples uh, Bustin' Loose" by Chuck Brown. Yeah. Ding ding. Um, that's <laughs> the only thing that you that I care about that song about. Um, thing with Nelly and any of those rappers. There's a space between like 2000 and uh, what is it 1995 and 2005 in which the uh, the music industry sold like 130 million units.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: More music was sold in that era. <laughs> Yeah. than in any other era in the history of recorded music. Yeah. Any artist that makes that made music in that era, Nelly is on that list. Yeah. Who is broke? I have no love for you no.
0: whatsoever. <laughs> like what happened?
3: You sold more music than any other artist at any other time. More music than the Beatles, more yeah. music than Jimi Hendrix, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> and you're how does that what like yeah. when i saw it i was like how he made money waking up in the morning yeah he made money for <laughs> he made money for a guy named murphy lee that wore a phantom of the opera mask while rapping <laughs> <laughs> I, I know right? that's you, Nelly. you okay man <laughs> <laughs> it's it's incredulous to me i'm like what like okay so like i understand if you're like uh like like Houston, I got another guy who wrapped in that era, mm. who lost an eye. So, like, yeah, if he's broke, I understand. He's had he, some medical bills. He lost he's, an uh, eye. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, that. that's terrible. You know, if you're you Jay, Qu- no, Jay Kwan. No, here's was funny. Jay Quan, who's also from the Ooh. St. Louis area, had a song called Tipsy. That's less yep. exciting than Hot in Here. He's not broke. Yeah. Yeah. Nelly, who had Hot in Here and had Country Grammar and had an entire, he had one album called Sweat
0: and another album called Suit
2: (laughs) I'm (laughs) glad I Uh, I didn't do my research because I'm getting filled in, this is amazing and he's broke Yeah. Uh, how does that work? have we heard from any any of the other Saint Lunatics about what uh, about whether (laughs) there's anything they can do to help Nelly or was he really the uh, the kind of the leading they all still have money yeah right. Yeah, I saw him headlining Jazz Fest one year, and yeah. I, I don't know Nally? what that fee is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, for, it was like it was <laughs> the what? year it was the year before Katrina or the year what the of fuck Katrina. Is going on? Yeah, he was the headliner. I, la- I, I. I, oh, yeah. I okay. the, Bri- the Brian Wilson set ended, and I walked across, and the then line, and there was Nally. People, and there have, was people <laughs> have to understand
3: again, like the era between 1995 and 2005, the record industry sold so much music. Like, so to anybody who had a hit, yeah. you didn't have, like, a hit. You had, like, an incredible hit to a standard by which music did not know how to understand that hit.
0: Uh-huh. Like, there's yeah. no way of
3: understanding, like...
0: So, so, my question is, is why do we care? Why why do we as people care about Nelly and not, say, doing something like this to get money for, for Brandon, it's, for Khan? It's millennials,
3: man. Like, I don't think it is. No, it is. It is. It's that... It's the... Okay. So there's a point now where the millennial irony is crossing over now into the mainstream because enough of these millennials are in their 20s and early 30s and have sway over the media. So like people that work at Complex, people that work, you know, for BuzzFeed... For all of these sites that dominate the media because if you're on mm-hmm. Facebook they mm-hmm. dominate your Facebook feed. Mm-hmm. You see 12 videos pop up on your timeline and they all say hashtag save Nelly and you know who Nelly is. By, by hook or by crook you right. have a m- m- modicum of an idea of who Nelly is. So all it takes is half a second for you to click your, your, the button that is placed on the, the article that is on your, your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever time you know feed and you just hit that button and you play the song. Mm-hmm. And it, it 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 is largely meaningless. Doesn't mean a ding dang thing to the the the, the, the you know the, the the progression of the universe. Yeah yeah but that's what you do it, and it takes half a second. So Dude. you ultimately you don't care about Nelly. You're just doing right. a stupid thing.
2: Right. And isn't that nihilism though? Like Yes, I mean- yes it is. It's, it absolutely is. <laughs> well, like, well, like, normally there's the whole like virtue signaling thing, which is when you do something that's good, but you do it in a very public way to say, right? It's like, it's like if you precede every Facebook post with like a trigger warning or something, right. you're Sort of going above uh, and beyond right. to make sure that everyone knows that Fuck, you're a microaggressing people right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. it's it's
2: no, don't microaggression. But like, but like the way to do it is actually just to encourage people to like buy hot in here. <laughs> But right, if everyone spent a buck 30 or whatever yeah. on it instead of streaming something on like cuz he's getting 6 cents a play yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: right and the funny part is that it's working.
2: So yeah. If you go to Spotify it, and you look at
3: oh, no plays it's working. Mm-hmm. It's actually working which is ridiculous. Like you're going to pull it up aren't you?
2: I uh, no, no no I I was going to say I don't think we can get out of here without talking about the time uh the San Francisco radio station Mix uh Mix FM 1057. Do you guys mm-hmm. know the story? Yeah. Oh god. I yes. I, I they played they played hot in here continuously from like Friday to Monday. And it's not Clear why but it just started playing <laughs> just, on a loop, just, and Twitter got a hold of it, and everyone was tuning into this radio station and keeping track of like they're still doing well, it. It's sort of like the time
0: in like seventh grade, I think it was. I went into the Pizza Hut on a school trip and played uh,
2: "Rock Me Amadeus." Like no
0: thirty dollars worth. Like that, that's some that's some idiot at a
2: radio station <laughs> who just, just passed out. But Your weekend of hot in here. I I, I am going to hop on Spotify to see I'll put to it, see I'll if put it, it's like, uh, like
3: the thing. The thing that like a guy like Con or or Louis weeks or any uh, aspiring independent artist can, can take from this is that content
0: <laughs> nobody cares about their
3: art i mean no what? no you have to create look at the art as content and relate it to a larger goal i i had a conversation recently with a uh, with uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys off air who it is and yeah, it'll yeah, blow yeah. your mind it's kind of funny but um a a noted former mid-level musical superstar superstar who had incredible debarge? potential what's up uh,
0: if we if we guessed it did we get it right do, i, I, I go debarge what do you got what do you got DeBarge i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm like
3: and i explained to him i said he's like he's like how do i get people to access my new record and i said i said okay the easiest way to do this is to literally tell people what your bills are and to make it the most human connective thing in the world like literally say hey Do this because rent for the studio is $642. And if you buy this record for a dollar or if you stream this X number of times, you will help me do a very defined actual thing in the world, not buying music so that I can get on a jet and do something that's frivolous because people, that's the other thing about that era from 95 to 05 is that people did frivolous things. Puff Daddy and Mace danced around in shiny suits. (laughs) Yeah. In every video, for yeah. no apparent reason whatsoever. What's well, it's entertainment. I mean... Right. That, y- but it's frivolous, though, by comparison to, like, actually paying a real bill. Keeping the lights on so yes. I can put
2: music out. Right. Right. That, yeah. And that's
3: what you do. You yeah. create it so that it's content that has a goal instead of music that is meant to frivolously entertain you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, th- th- that actually gets to a point, like, you're right. You know, if you want to... Uh, not only not only make it very human, but also sort of reveal like your market share yeah. to you. Right. You have to be okay with that. Do that. But we've been talking about this all year. And the best way I, I sort of landed the other day on the best way I can I can uh, articulate this is that we need to stop pretending that the musician, the artist class are some disabled class. They suffer something put upon them and that they, like, deserve some charity or some subsidy or, you know, we're trying to do something in D.C. Right. And a lot of it is is good, yeah. but a lot of it is ridiculous. Because, like, uh, these are people that choose to go into a profession that right now, if you choose to go into a profession of music in 2016, you should know you're not going to make any money. No. Mm-hmm. You can't all. do it for that. And, t- uh, yeah. and, and time and time again, though, we see stuff like this uh and we see and again back to the election we just we're we're, we're look at it like oh but it's popular and it made me feel good once and stuff and maybe that's what's important yeah but we're at a point i think in history where whether it's music whether it's politics or just art in general we can't afford to do this shit anymore <laughs> like watch idiocracy watch it everybody should this is literally this okay. if this could have been on a sidebar you know, on a tv screen in, in, in idiocracy
3: yeah Nelly needs what $287,000 or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Do um, did Willie Nelson have anything to say about this last night? Not at all, not at all. I
3: mean, the only thing that that was said was that Neil Young said, Fuck Monsanto, and he said that we are in the middle of a revolutionary time that we have been revolting for 30 years. Mm-hmm. There's a revolution that has been happening for 30, 30 years. years.
2: That's a that's an odd.
3: Yeah, like because because kind of t- is 31. Since, for me, for, yeah, oh, yeah farming is thirty-one. It, for so, it, so he's yeah, like, we've been it. revolting for thirty got years. It. At some point, that that's really tiring. Yeah, I was like, wow, that that like put a lot of stuff into like perspective for me. But yeah, Willie Nelson was not streaming hot in here. I mean, he might, he might have <laughs> streamed drop it like it's hot if it was Snoop.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost certain he would have done that, I
3: don't think he would have streamed hot in
2: here. He should at least have be able to put Nellie in touch with some good IRS lawyers. Uh-huh. I, I think <laughs> he, he's the guy.
3: right? That's the guy.
2: And, to and talk for to. listeners who don't know, you're referring to, I forget what year it was, it was early 2000s maybe?
0: Um, I think it was, was it a little bit earlier than that? It might, it might have been, yeah. but uh, Willie Nelson got busted for tax evasion. So yep. let's be clear what the problem here is. Not the man keeping people down. Willie didn't pay his taxes. <laughs> Willie,
2: Willie was high up. as fuck. <laughs> he was, just, he was you know, last night. I and I, and
0: I know when we say these things, people listening will be like, oh man, we thought you guys were cool. It's like, yeah, we are, but, but we pay- also, but <laughs> also pay our taxes. No, like, right. I, and, I have a reasonable <laughs> expectation. If we don't, this mm-hmm. is what's going to happen. Yeah. So what happened though, is he didn't pay his taxes and people were like, holy shit, You know, Willie Nelson, not realizing that all he had to do was basically one tour right (laughs) and then it's it's wiped out so people like basically bought all his shit back for him and then gave it to him
2: like yeah that's right that's right something to think about which is uh,
0: generous and and look that's that's beautiful
2: but Mm -hmm. yeah
3: yeah it's crazy to me like okay so like diddy and the entire bad boy family that includes total 112 uh mace like all of them are all on like a big giant tour and the reason why they all went on tour is because diddy woke up one day and realized that all of his friends were broke Mm-hmm. That's yeah, literally that's... the reason why the bad boy tour happened. He looked at total. He looked at 112 and he's like, yo, like <laughs> <laughs> we had really bad lawyers and didn't have very good accountants for them. And they all really need money like mm-hmm. now because they can't afford their taxes and they're in the same. Okay. So like that's a key position all in this whole thing. All of your favorite rappers from 1995 to 2005 had really bad accountants and really bad yeah. lawyers oh, yeah. Yeah. who were out solely for themselves because there was more money floating around than anybody could do anything with 130 billion dollars like just floating around in the air so they they had terrible lawyers that were like signing them to deals that didn't really protect them so now all these artists have to like beg and plead and go on tour and you know like, like i was reading a thing where diddy's like i i had to get into the gym i had to lose 15 pounds and total's like yeah we had to go on a tour to prepare for this tour like right. that, that's where we're at right now like it's it's really unfortunate but like there's going to be more people like this is the beginning of a
0: thing so like would, Nelly would you, is though, the first would you do not agree though that if those the, the bad accounting and stuff is that egregious that there will be people who lots of people who are going to jail i mean i know there have been people who go to jail I, I still, oh, no, the I still at this point, takes like you're victimized own. because you made a million dollars and somebody stole like 200,000. Yeah, the like, That's ready. not... That,
3: that's... The industry of music takes care of their own. So the artists, yeah, the artists are screwed. There will be, there will be some, some rapper that you really like will go to jail in yeah. a really unfortunate way because they did not pay their taxes. Yeah. I'm looking at somebody like Busta Rhymes or somebody <laughs> who will end up and you'll
2: just be that's like... A, that's, a good, that's a good pick for oh, it. Oh my so, God. Yeah.
3: Busta Rhymes is in jail. <laughs> Because he owes yeah. $750,000 to the IRS and he
2: can't pay it. Can, do just, do can, it. Can, can can I just use this as an excuse to point out how amazing the members of the Wu-Tang Clan are who were investigated mm-hmm. <laughs> at one point by the FBI as like a criminal organization? <laughs> They're all doing fine, <laughs> right? No. <laughs> no, are they, they not? They had great accountants. Yeah, right, right. They knew what the hell they were doing, man. That told L- them to in Wu Financial <laughs> is real. Yeah. It's so real. Yep. Like... The Wu-Tang
3: Clan, they signed themselves to individual deals with different labels. The Wu-Tang Clan themselves cl- recorded for, yeah. for, for Loud. Yeah. Then every other member of the Wu-Tang Clan was signed to a separate label. And then the sub stuff that they did went out on other labels. So their money's all over the place. Yeah. So they have little pockets everywhere. So they get little streams from all over the place for the rest of perpetuity. Yeah. And they, they still go on tour. And they yep. invested that money. They hired they themselves. Like they, had they, s- a, they had
2: a nail salon.
3: Yeah, there was, there was like Woo nails
2: at one. Yeah, point. they stayed. <laughs> they
3: stayed away from like because like usually the label will say, "Here is your accountant. Here is Joe the accountant from yeah. Arista Records." And Joe the accountant from Arista Records is not out for your best interest, rapper X. Right. He's out for Arista Records' best interest, so he's not necessarily caring about your financials. But the Wu Tang Clan were like, "We will mess with you, label guy." But we have all of our own people over here, yeah. So we're just walking in and giving you guys content. That's all we're doing, and there, you'll never see Method Man going into jail or court for a tax evasion. No, mm-hmm. never in a million years. No, he mm-hmm. just played a festival yesterday. Wow, hanging out, having fun.
2: He and he and Red Man. Twenty years later. M e t h o d. Yeah.
0: So so Nelly,
2: um, I don't know. Get we, a feel, job. we feel get, for get you. A job. Yeah, I mean, I've I've known people whose wages have been you know garnished by the IRS. It you know, sucks. It, yeah, you know, what's uh, funny. He had a he had a super group
3: a while back called uh, Ocean's Eleven. It was him and Jermaine Dupri and Trey Songs mm-hmm. and a bunch of songwriters who were all like you know guys who made Capitalized. Yeah, they made all of Jagged Edge's <laughs> biggest hits like in that era. Mm-hmm. Jagged Edge. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So uh, so it gives you an, uh, of the era and <laughs> Nelly's in Vegas all the time. If you like work, if like the Hard Rock Casino can't hire Nelly. To just like be a greeter, like 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 Mike Tyson, yeah, right. Who works right. in Vegas, yeah. Just hire Nelly, just hire him, give him a job. Pay him six figures because he's Nelly. He can yeah. host the set. He can he can hype. He can be the hype man for for Diplo at yeah. XS and get make six figures because they have more money than they know what to do with. Yeah, and they can just pay him off, and get rid of his tax problem, so that people don't have to stream "Hot in Here" on Spotify eight trillion times because that's just silly.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 killing indie artists. Man. No, it's not. Man. we <laughs> are not uh, here for that. We're going to put a that. link in the show notes if you want, if you want to get in on this. Uh, leave a comment or, uh, Eduardo, you can field
2: comments. Just, I'll take them. Yeah, Eduardo yeah, at yeah. chunkyglasses.com. There you go. Yeah. Uh, that's how you do that. You guys uh, are ready to talk about some country. Hell yeah. And the Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Important. But
4: when the sun and the winter came and the sky fall to only bring the rain i sat in darkness all broken i couldn't find a day i didn't feel alone i never meant to cry started losing hope but somehow baby you broke through and saved me or anything I know.
0: Name is Holy, that is an acronym, eyes. that is H-O-L-Y, the name of the band is Florida Georgia Line, and as we said up front, why the fuck are we talking about Florida Georgia Line? I don't know, but we're doing it guys, we're going to get into this, they have a new album out called Dig Your Roots, it is their third, The here's to the good times in 2012, was that what Cruz was on?
2: I believe so, yeah, yeah, anything goes in
0: 2014, they are a, and this is straight from the Wikipedia page. A bro country duo, uh consisting of vocalist Brian Kelly, who is from Florida, and Tyler Hubbard. Guess where he's from? South
1: Carolina. Is it? No, no, no. <laughs> Arkansas? Uh,
2: no, no. Bama.
0: <laughs> Gotta be Bama. It's Georgia guys. <laughs> Damn. Oh, we're fucking idiots. Florida. Georgia <laughs> uh, both of uh, both of these guys, uh, they're they're sort of youngish, sort of like in their 30s, I think. Yeah. Uh grew up uh listening to uh, music and, and getting an interest in that in church. Um but they also, because they were in the South, like things like Nickelback and and, <laughs> and F. Leopard, which I Yo. I will vouch for that a They're little like later Travis on in this Tritt conversation. And Tupac though, yeah, yeah, yeah that's Travis right, Tritt they do. And, and Tupac, you know, that's the thing that <laughs> happened like later on. They're right on. next to
3: each other in the jukebox.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah, that, that's actually that's part of the reason, but. <laughs> Um, but, but so, uh, you know, it even says like when they were talking about this album or their music in general, that they model it after Nickelback, Shine Down, uh, and structure their songs like Def Leppard. Oof. now the funny thing I, I, I the first thing when, when I was like reading about them, uh, cause this is the first time I've i heard them Daria is a fan and I could mm-hmm. not convince her to come on this. She might be in the intro, but, okay. uh, but, uh, she's very disappointed with this album, by the way. Um, but, um, you know, she was like, same with Kanye. She's like, just remove any stigma you have with it and just listen to it. And you realize that these are people that make like amazing pop music that lots and lots of people are going to love. Whether or not I, it's my vein of pop music, doesn't matter. Because these are the motherfuckers that sleep on the mountains of panties of money.
2: And that's a really good, like, regardless of how we feel about the song Holy, it's here. Like we can't stop it from yes. coming. it's here. Yes, it will soon dominate America. Yes, I heard it. I heard it at the yes here in Brooklyn. Yes, I've heard it. I heard I'm it in the parking I'm lot. Loving you man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, it, 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 oh, so God. It's, it's, it's irrelevant whether we whether okay. we like it or not. Like, so, holy is. It,
0: so if you're listening to this and all you've done is mock something like Florida Georgia Line uh, on on you know, good. Uh, then I, I think what we need is a little background when we talk Bro Country. So back in the Let's say it was the early 90s. and I am going to give this to Garth Brooks, but I'm not. I'm, I could be wrong. But,
3: you got you to but... you 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 start with Kenny Rogers, man. No, I don't think you do. No, th- you do. Well, you, that, you have to start with the gambler because it no, starts with the gambler for that, all of them. That was
0: heady country. No,
3: it's, no but. It wasn't okay, pop. No, no. Kenny Rogers starred in a movie uh, where he was oh, yeah. literally uh, a gambler. Yeah. And the song literally is the plot of the movie. You <laughs> yeah. can't get any more. Ignorant than that, <laughs> except Marcus. That song's amazing. I know it's amazing, but so, that's the thing. So it's like it's always been dumb in country. It's but, slip- but, no, but it's a slippery slope. Like that's a pop song. It's not a not even. A, I, will, I will argue that the gambler is where this whole thing starts because it's not.
0: I would argue against it you if you're going to say a pop song because it's not. It's a country song. No, it's a, it's
3: a it's a pop song. It's a though. pop country song. But the but the, when they play it at a baseball game, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, okay, point, point. point. <laughs> Point taken, but but, but Camden. But when but when this started to get really bad was when you had somebody like Garth Brooks, yes, who Rose. Uh, or Chris Gaines. I don't know which one you want to go with. <laughs> Ooh, the alter uh, but go. Chris Gaines,
3: that, that 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 left fielder. Yeah, yeah.
0: So <laughs> yeah, uh, Garth Brooks filling stadiums has this like little like strap on mic to his face. Yep. You know, doing it like these guys are saying, like doing it like a Def Leppard show, doing it like a rock show, and treating this music despite you can't you be know, a
3: rock star, in Dad jeans. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, you can't. But <laughs> you know, th- despite, despite, look, the song. There are songs like "The Dance." Mm-hmm. There are songs like "Thunder Rolls." These are these are like, great
2: pop songs. Yeah, and and, Tim, stuff. and and Tim McGraw picked up that torch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. There was there was a great kind of. I would say the the late '90s, which is sort of when I became aware of FM country as something other than something to enjoy. Ironically, mm-hmm. um, you had like so that's Jody Messina's, yes. um, whose yes. who's "I'm yes. All Right" is like still one of the greatest songs yeah. of all time. Yes, it is. Um, God you had uh you had the dixie chicks coming on you had um faith hill um right that's like that's peak like this kiss uh which is don't forget shania shania was there with her little little spoken word interludes on every song (laughs) Yes. yes yes um and it was a fertile time like like i think out of that you get you know creative songwriting you get creative instrumentation um and we've said this before on, on on this show, I think, that like Nashville is one of the few places where like people are paid to write music and yeah. create music, right? It's just okay. it's what they do. They don't make widgets, they make songs. Okay. And so you had you had these like few people sitting atop like a huge you know, music creation factory, and mm-hmm. they got to pick some of the best songs to go to. And, and press so i so will it, oh, get to you in a second. So, no so but
0: this has been going on now for now, yeah, like 20 now or 30 years. Right. Ooh. And now we've
2: been through like the Brooks and Dunn, like what is that? Like uh, the, the, Brooks
0: and Dunn. And then the bastardization of that, Big and Rich.
2: Yeah, Big and Rich. It, hey, yeah. Yeah. Big and oh, Rich. Thank you. Rock, yeah, we're <laughs> right. Yep. So. <laughs> I Forgot about
0: that goddamn song. <laughs> but this point is like that's a brilliant piece of writing. That's such a trash song. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we got like sixteen of them to go through, man. Yeah,
0: I know, I know. <laughs> so, 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 so what? So what? Is, what happened eventually when we talk about this bro country is that these kids uh, grew up listening to that, but they also, like you were saying, grew up listening to Tupac. Yeah, and uh, Tupac, Tupac. Yes, um, and and uh, and the The sort of uh, streams crossed a little bit, but you still like all the racism, all the weird shit. But like all these like people in like tremendously conservative parts of America are like, well, well, that one's safe, right? Until yep, yes, it started with stuff like this way before twenty twelve, but people started mixing literally the, the rap mm-hmm. with the country mm-hmm. and treating it like pop to the point now that it's like, I will say for this album, uh, and, no, then, and I'm going to give the floor. Yeah. I'm going to give the floor to you after this. I will say for this album, it's indistinguishable except for the twang to a lot of trap these days. Oh yes. Mm-hmm.
3: So trapped out. So, okay. Artists. So, um, there's like, we have to start off by saying that this record is specifically written for new left daughters. Of alt right parrots. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a keeper line. (laughs) Such a Um, keeper line. (laughs) Also, there's um. Okay, so Nashville people need to understand, like Nashville, Tennessee, right now. Mm -hmm. It's like there's like ten billion dollars in Nashville. Like Nashville as a city that is pushed by the music industry. The music industry makes ten billion dollars in Nashville. So what's happened is that as New York and L A have capitulated the people who were working in new york and la
0: where did they go Nashville. Mm-hmm. nashville Well, because when everything collapsed guess what was going strong yeah, yeah country right so right.
3: understand that like you have new york and la people who are in nashville working with nashville people mm-hmm. and when florida georgia line come along and they are perfectly okay with all of the bullshit yeah. Because it's what they grew up on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when they get into the studio and they're like, Nelly is available to work with you on a song. They're like, well, hell yeah, we'll work with Nelly. <laughs> Every other artist, I mean, like, you know, Tim McGraw's a little like far older now. And of the younger artists, they don't want to find, they don't want to put Nelly with like the female, you know, alt country thing. Like that just doesn't work. Right, so you need right, like right. a strong male act. You need a strong rapper we can put that together, and we can package it because all the New York and LA people are now in Nashville, and they know one thing, which is pushing units. Yeah, just push as many albums, singles, cutout pictures, T-shirts, <laughs> coasters, America cans, whatever of songs. So that happens,
0: and to and to their credit, you know both uh, Brian Kelly and Tyler Hubbard. Uh, know this and can swim in those waters, and they're mm-hmm. and they're happy.
3: The, the thing that yeah. people don't understand about Florida Georgia Line is that they are perfectly happy making this music. There is zero yeah. irony
0: right, in right, right. any of these songs. There's not. No, like... I, we'll get to that. I, I don't know about no,
3: that. No, but... <laughs> no, I mean okay. So there's point. Okay, so that's that. That's the point, point. There are points on this record for the first time where you maybe get a sense that they understand that there's a formula that is involved in the music that they make. This is the first time and they really are like. 'Cause like Cruz is probably a really awesome time if they had the studio with Nelly. Right. Now they're in the studio with the Backstreet Boys. When you're in the studio with the Backstreet Boys, you're like Right. We,
0: <laughs> On the track that we're gonna play. Like yeah. we
3: we know what we're doing now. Like we know that this is a thing that well, we are about they, to do. They also to make got a hit. taken
0: to Nashville from, from where they were and and employed as writers. Right. So so the, you know, they they were they were hip to the industry. You know, I I think I think on this one, it's not so much that they they realize there's a formula. I think they know the formula and they perfected it. Much like any, I mean, look, this is this is very uh, homogenous with any modern like bro country or pop mm-hmm. country, stadium country, mm-hmm. if you will. Oh, I,
3: I call this, I call it's this the same. Uh, yeah.
0: It's it's the same thing that's coming out, but top but, forty festival country. But what's yeah. what's sort of funny about this is that on this one there there's a really uh, market push to say. Well, this time we're talking about something serious, which is, they're repeating it, but this, I think this is the first time that they're at the the front end of the megaphone with literally all the guys in the background pulling the strings, like, how do we move these units? Because you have a lot of songs, I mean, every song here is about uh, getting with a lady. Yes. Whether or not that's- Being being faithful to said lady. Being faithful (laughs) to said lady uh digging your roots like the title yes yeah uh see what's just uh Dude, the one, while boy. he's still around you know yeah going out of state with your dad well right K- there's
2: t- there's there's a celebration of all like like all the things and i think kevin you and i talked about this before with the Lori mckenna album that like the version of small town life in country what? is basically the manhattan of rom-coms of, yes. like yes. how to be single yes. right yes. like <laughs> actual small town life is no jobs being ravaged by opiate addiction. Yes. oh, right? there was like, a song
3: about opiate addiction there, on there is.
2: there is, but but it's no but like, but it does, but it does preach the virtues of small town living as and and continuity and uh procreating. Yes, and honoring previous generations and keeping this whole continuum going. And that's and that's that's a given in and, country, and, right? And so the, and so the biggest problem
0: here is that that world doesn't exist.
2: Yeah, but it's a small and, town that Lorman McKenna Walmart, sells yeah. out jamming Java, yeah.
0: right? But these guys are in front of hundreds of thousands of people in a week, millions oh, yeah. of people in a year. Yep. And and we what we have now is, <laughs> is these records coming out like this that let's take it at face value that that they believe all this. It actually becomes a horrifying set of like whoa because if this is somewhere, this is this is what is. If this is what people think life is like, really think life is like. This is good escapism, but if they think it's what life is really like, right. We got a huge problem guys. No, but guys. these are
3: these are okay, so there's 47% of the country that's like currently supporting Donald Trump, uh-huh. and this record is for them. Cuz this is that's, the life that they yeah, actually that's live. That's what
0: I was getting at. Like yeah.
3: that's the thing. Like people but, have to understand so, so coming, like we're so split as a country. Let me if I make a yeah, yeah. point. We are so split as a country where we can't believe that there are people who actually live this life. There are people who will listen to Holy and go, "That is my life." There are people that will listen to like what the the talk about being a bad boy mm-hmm. and go, "I know that because, because that cause, was where I, I was Good when girl, I bad was yeah. twenty one, driving that road, smoking well, well, uh, that uh,
0: dude." Coming coming <laughs> from where where I did you you did come from further south, of Florida, but I came from the <laughs> south uh, in America and yeah. and the reality is is that people be, they these are the same illusions that were being peddled back then. Mm-hmm. And again, they're good as illusions. They're good for, right. if you're sitting back drinking and stuff, but when they are a result, which I think a lot of this is of what people actually think is going on. It's just fucking, like, it's just fucking <laughs> weird because like you, if, if I go to Bedford right now, there's not, th- there's no family values. And, I, and I'm not, I'm sorry to throw my rednecks under the bus there's no fucking family ba- values. If you sit outside your trailer and drink a case of Bud Light every night. Right. This this is not I'll, I'll, how it is.
3: Escapism is as escapism does. Uh-huh. And that, and that's what that's that's the, the greatest thing about this record. If you want to listen to a record for an hour and just escape from like like I mean, I I couldn't I was stunned. When there was actually a song about opiate addiction on this Mm -hmm. album. Like, there's actually a song about, like, oh, sometimes it doesn't... It's one of, like, 16 songs on here.
0: Which one is that?
2: God, um... It's... Is it Music uh, is Healing? uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, Music is Healing, mm -hmm. yes.
3: That's it, you know? So it's like, okay, like, one of 16 songs is about it's real bad. But even when it's real bad, our music, uniquely we'll solve that problem
2: it's that the chorus of that song starts out by saying that um, he can't write all these wrongs by writing the world's perfect song. Yeah, and then of course the rhyming couplet at the end is like, but music is healing, and it's right. like, but motherfucker, your chorus just set up the fact that you can't <laughs> fix this with music, <laughs> and then you end the chorus by saying, that if you just believe, music that, is healing. <laughs> I think that has
3: everybody else that's gonna try to write this song. Oh yeah, can't yeah. write this song yeah. as good as we can write this song. Until? Damn it, yeah. Yeah,
0: let's let, let's hear a song. We're not gonna hear that song, but we're gonna hear a song, and this will get into uh, <laughs> and, and we should. Uh, I think we've done the the, the social commentary <laughs> uh, <laughs> enough, so so we'll get into the actual album uh, real quick. But this is uh, God, your mama and me. I love this song so much. It's called a Naja 12.
2: God, your mama and me uh, featuring the Backstreet Boys as as we mentioned. Of course. Uh and, who, who, according to the onion became Backstreet Men in a Backstreet ritual, but that's neither <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's one of my all time favorite headlines. Oh. I just had to work that Pan. <laughs> wow. uh, gonna
0: have to have to recover after that one. Um you know, and 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 look, let's let's get off our, our high horse here. Like I was never on a high horse, by the way. I yeah, you, weren't, you weren't. But,
1: uh, <laughs> I, 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 I was getting up on one. But yeah, I, I, I mean, got to I mean, get off that. Shit,
0: but man. Uh, look, if you like pop music, that's, that's a it. perfectly yeah. serviceable song. Yes, it is. Uh, now back to the high horse. It's also immensely creepy, <laughs> as is every song dealing with women on this album. Ever. I mean, uh-huh. this is
2: like uh-huh. let's talk about smooth. Oh, go, yes. you go down so smooth. Actually, made my wife wretch this morning yes. when she heard the lyric. Yes. So. yes. Uh, Sometimes t- you do. There's, Sometimes there's, you do. There's Island, which is about a gross drunk makeout in a club. Yes, I guess, right. Yeah, are <laughs> at sandals probably <laughs> at Sandals Resort. Yes. Oh, right. Because life is a honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which for some reason mentions Jimi Hendrix, who did, yeah. not, who did not play reggae, but shares <laughs> shares one salient trait with with Marley.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of these songs have the uh, have the staple of you know like life or you know I mean it for life. Oh, uh, life. But it's hard. I might make mistakes, but don't worry about that. Don't worry about that girl because I'm that's, still here.
2: that's actually fairly Brazilian <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm
2: still here wow. baby no um but you know despite
0: the it's not even a song, I don't even know what the word is for that shit
2: like it's mm. just fucking it's well, it's exactly what the um I forget who it was, but the song the girl in the country song right it's it's two female songwriters who wrote yeah. a song basically saying, yeah, I don't want I don't want to be the girl in cut off shorts in your pickup truck in the song that you're singing yes which was directed at these guys and luke bryan like like we should be very clear about the fact that the ex- the, f- the reason the country that we like exists is because this kind of country <laughs> exists, yes yes right and so and so we can appreciate both sides of it i think but it is like so you know there's the reference to like um on on holy i think we're uh touching heaven i think yeah, mm-hmm. it is incredibly creepy. Um, I wish you were on it, which I actually so, like sonically, but it's clearly. So, so, so
0: let me ask. Let me ask the room here: Is uh, it his
3: dick? Yes, yes, it is, it it is. unequivocally. It is okay. unequivocally. His, his
2: member. Yes. okay, his, his, his Anthony Weiner. So it's a wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor for his dick. Yes. Yeah. I mean. The Road, The Four, the four Post Beds, yeah. The Porch. Like, all these things like, are like, metaphors. out of all the
0: songs in this, I was like, oh, man, these guys are they're good. They're not even good. They're great writers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, these things, as simple as they are, the metaphors and the feelings that they're evoking, like, work for people. Uh, it worked a little on me when I was mowing the lawn. But you get to that song, and I'm like...
2: I (laughs) This is awkward.
0: (laughs) Okay, all right. Uh, I guarantee if I go upstairs right now, (laughs)
2: lady,
0: I wish you were on it. (laughs) First of all, I'm gonna get a look. Like. On
2: what? Yeah. Yeah. And then you have As to explain you know it. What? Yeah. yeah. And, and then I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me. And then you can just play Heat Wave and see if that no. <laughs>
0: no. solves it. Okay. going to wife you put a ring on. No, what? Just get your hand in the air. You're going to put a ring on the left finger? What is it? Yeah. yeah
3: so there was a moment. Okay. So I, I was... Uh, I'll, I'll out myself. It was, it was a time of my life where Kid Rock was like the most important artist yeah. in my life. Um, And he did a song called uh, Photograph mm-hmm. with Uh yep. Crow. That yeah <laughs> was like the same moment but it was delivered so much better like you're just I'd like i forgotten about that song that is a, it's that a beautiful, is a great beautiful song. or like yeah. only god knows why and stuff like that it's like it's all of these songs are in that same mm. general class but there's like a classness a classlessness to the way that these songs are delivered that like just makes it reek like we're just like <laughs> wow well like you like yeah. you really did it like
0: it's weird. when you when we pop up out of our good I'll say good music but uh, a lot of it is you know I, I said we weren't an in any music bubble but we do like look we got to cop to what we listen to a lot of right yeah when, when we rise up out of our little good music bubble and stuff and the more you listen to it the more you realize there's really only like two song topics going on yes. these days getting rich or getting laid yeah. And I don't know how far back that goes anymore. And there's, like, and there's I, getting might, and in, there's
2: getting high while doing both of those. Yes, right? Well, of course.
0: Yeah, Sometimes there's eating a sandwich.
3: <laughs> I go back. Like I said, like I said on the um, the the podcast we did for the um, which one? The uh, which one did I just do with uh, more? Oh, Robert Glasper. Yeah, Robert Glasper. It, it all goes back to do me. It all goes back to the second. The yeah. second yeah. That they said, yeah. smack it up, flip it, rub it down." We have not come back. <laughs> Well, From that moment.
0: Well, and then, and then actually, actually you segue into this though. You'll be know, mentioned how this and uh, this type of country and trap are essentially saying the same things. They're, well, they're definitely saying the same things, Absolutely. but they're servicing like the same type of people. I don't know if that should be divisive or bringing together people, but there's no difference between like this or a fucking future album, but no, it's, zero. it's zero. Z- zero. and. Yeah. And so what we're looking at is like people really want this. They, they want the songs either about getting rich, you can get high while you get rich. <laughs> mm-hmm, you know, or getting laid, you can do that. Get rich to get high, get high while
2: getting rich. So. so So at what point like do we call that appropriation or just like smart? I was I was about to say, you know, I was just at that um I saw Kenny Chesney a couple of Fridays ago. Um, the night before the Virginia tech, Tennessee football game. And that was a hell of a weekend. And I, man, I was in, I was in Trump land and it was, (laughs) I'm, I'm glad to be here. Uh, halfway through his set, he's playing this sort of slowish song and I could see it coming. And I just kept thinking, Oh no, 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 please don't, please don't. He suddenly busts into three little birds by Bob Marley Mm -hmm. and this crowd of 50,000 white people, are just happy as can be to hear Kenny Chesney playing Bob Marley. And I'm standing there screaming, no, 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 this is
1: all wrong. This is all wrong. Right. I, mean, right. and, I mean, and we're talking
2: about Mark Jacobs and his, you know, because he had models in in, in colorful dreadlocks. Yeah. And he's under a lot of fire for cultural just, appropriation. Like, but you've got Kenny Chesney playing the most saccharine, least representative of Bob Marley's <laughs> actual self, right? Three little birds. yes, yeah. And that's fine, apparently. Appropriation (laughs) tastes
3: like a pumpkin spice latte. It's.
0: it's, Yeah. Well, I guess it's. At everybody could drink that.
2: It's like, I don't know how many
0: millions of albums this sold, but it's in the millions. Oh, yeah. It'll be. This this will continue to. This
2: will be one of the top selling albums of the year for sure. This
0: is on Big Machine. That's Taylor Swift's dad's label. Yes, 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 yes. uh, So, I mean, if it's appropriation, have we literally just been like "Eh, that's cool appropriate away bros
2: well it's you know uh, so i i I mentioned earlier like i like on the song with ziggy marley for some reason he says let's get it up like hendrickson or let's get it sounding like hendrickson here Um, Hendrix, not Kendrick. There was zero reason to mention Jimi Hendrix in a reggae (laughs) song with Ziggy Marley unless the extent of what you see about Jimi Hendrix is the color of his skin. No, it's the fact that that that
3: you have a Hendrix blacklight poster next to your Marley blacklight poster. Yeah, you're right. That's what it is. That's all it is. And then next to that is the one, the blacklight poster of the the coyote. And then there's next (laughs) to that, the blacklight poster of the Native American man. Oh yeah, of course to there is. Of there is the
2: black light poster of Elvis. <laughs> Just <that's, laughs> I like this. That's where we are. I like that. It's a hell of a dorm room.
3: That's your. That's <laughs> that's. I I I I knew a guy in college.
2: That was his. That was his wall. Mm-hmm. And you there, right right What's that was up? You. It was not. It was certainly
3: not me. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have a black light poster until I graduated college. It was not that cool. <laughs> Even
0: weirder. Yeah. No. Um. You know. So. So. But. I, I, I guess I don't know where we, we've gone with this. Uh, but, you know, you have good artists making this stuff that is Problem. May- maybe not
2: good for us. Well, it's, right? you know, had I not been in Tennessee last weekend and seen, you know, to me, the whole idea of like, hey, we can all, you know, like if you, the way country talks about small towns, it's like Stars Hollow from the Gilmore Girls or something. Yes, yeah. It's just this nice place where people of all walks of life and they all come together and they get along the reality of it is is that if your name ends in a vowel like me right (laughs) or if you don't look like everyone in your town like marcus yeah it's not such a cool place and 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 the minute someone shows up with like a trump bumper sticker or a hillary for prison t-shirt like that whole facade to me just kind of crumbles a little bit and it's really hard for me to to really to buy into that uh That fiction. That being said, the song that I think sells it the best on this album is "May We All," the Tim McGraw song. Yeah, which I think is a legit, really good, um you know, country single. Like it does every, it checks all the boxes of what a country song should do. It makes you feel a certain way. It makes you feel like you could belong in a place like that. Right.
3: It's like it's just it's. There's this thing where I think people just want to escape. And that's why future is the, uh, is, is, the a, is a, hit maker. a
0: a racist, and, and, like misogynist, <laughs> like hell of, okay, of okay. poverty. All right, all right. Like, How, Okay, of white poverty. Let's, like, let's, what,
3: let's think about this for a second. When America was great, and yes, this will. And, I, and I'm talking this about this is the, already a debatable proposition. And I'm talking about the era between 1950 and 1970 yeah, when yeah. people that that's that's the era that when was, donald trump says yeah yeah Make that's, that's america what he means. great right. again he wants america from 1950 yep. mm-hmm. to 1970 that era that that's that's all he wants there's a 20-year window yeah if you put this record and if you drop this record into that 20-year window where a certain type of person is very comfortable in sitting there this album is perfect absolutely unequivocally perfect women are second class citizens Mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. are you know looked at as 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 toys for the most part to Mm -hmm. just do stuff with and say ridiculous things about you know like take a double shot of your crystal light (laughs) (laughs) you know that's where we're at and so you can you can appropriate black people because they're 12th class citizens you know they don't exist right like like we, we 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 kill them in the streets like we do right now you know, so it's like you could appropriate. You could take Bob Marley and Little Richard and Otis. You could have put. You could just put them all in the same room. Just go. Take yeah. two of them here. Put them in a song. Go. I but, mean,
0: the best thing is is when my country starts as "I really love Sam Cook. It's like, like <laughs> right. who fucking doesn't? <laughs> right. Like, shut up. right. 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 Like, but stop. that's
3: but that's this this record because people who want to escape America 2016 or of a certain background are like, "This is all I want. I want." that and there's there's men and women i i mean personally as a feminist i have an issue with women that are like i want to go back to 1962 and i want to keep my man happy by making him his dinner and you know servicing him in the bedroom that is what i am here to do because i am comfortable with that Mm -hmm. and i I mean that that troubles me but then that's what this record is here for those people. Well, I and mean, those are people who live in America right now. You can't do anything about I, that.
0: I, I mean, so so like aside from the demotion of of citizenry, like complete demotion of that. There's a way to do that. Go live out in like Oregon or something. Like live alone in a
2: little community, and that's right. fine. Right. No,
0: Stop people, fucking I, with I, us. I, I I don't, don't, I, Idaho is the place alone. of
2: choice, I think. But people huh? really, Idaho is the place of choice yeah. for those I'd people. I'd just yeah. Yeah. back from here.
3: Yeah. But from people, there. but people really, who, but people, well, people also live in fear. This record is also driven by fear. Well, like, it's a yeah. fear of like going too far into a thing. Like there's just enough trap on this record so that it sounds like a pop record, right. And can be comfortable for right. like yeah. the girl, the girls in the girls who live in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. who moved to Brooklyn from the Florida Georgia line, yeah,
4: yeah, in order right.
3: to take their advertising but job. Here's the
0: thing. Yeah, if this is your way of life. Because look, it exists, not—I mean, not this idealized, but definitely in measures. Yeah. Don't move to the big city, man. Oh, but they did. But don't, because if cause if you do, you got to understand. Like you come up to the big city with this, and all of a sudden you got you got rap, you got the black music. Yeah. And you can't like.
3: But but there but there but I'll I'll be brutally honest. There is a rapper who will happily sell out because Kendrick Lamar did it. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar, the blackest rapper in the world, right. was on Bad Blood, and he took Taylor Swift's fucking Blood Money to hit number one because he couldn't hit number one with black music. Right. So when Kendrick will do it, I'll, argue, I'll all do it. I'll
0: argue for Taylor though a little bit though. But what Taylor's doing is is a more personal type of stuff. But it's
3: still country. Don't, don't, uh, act like, don't, act act like don't act like no, it's not. do don't act like it's not. i think right. it's i
2: think it's more i think <laughs> i think what she so i think what she's doing is more for like the friday night like her version of country is the friday night lights version of yeah, country oh, absolutely right so it's the sort of the coasties yeah who are who are just as in, enamored with the idea of this virtuous small town you know right. vision of america but but, but um, she hey
3: hey she lives in new york and she told you she, that on the
2: song she no she does and um but, but I think even at like, like where, I don't know where that analogy doesn't work for me is that actually like the song, what is it like like bad boy, good girl or whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah. Every country artist has a song about that. I, I think for some reason, listening to that song this morning, the line that jumped into my, uh, into my head was from the Taylor Swift version of that, uh, narrative, which is something like you made a I think it's, you made a rebel of this careless man's careful daughter, which is way more interesting and descriptive and which gives you so much like a better sense of what's happening with the characters in the song. Right. Than just like, Oh, she's a bad girl, or she's a she's a good girl, you're a you're but, a bad boy. But when
3: you when you've had like four blunts to the head and that's all you 12 can come shots. up with, right? That's yeah. all you got. That's, that's your that's your lot. Florida to the dome. <laughs> that's that is exactly
0: Florida to the dome. Florida. and that is Florida. Florida.
3: And that's the genius yeah. of Florida Georgia line is that they make songs that are meant, specifically meant for the moment when you have had twelve shots and four, four blunts and two pockets <laughs> isn't enough. All
1: right. Wow. Well.
0: So, Marcus, what are you going to do with it?
3: Well, okay. Gosh. Now, now I'm going to, like, I feel terrible. Um, this, is, this is, God, this is the worst. Um, I love this record because you can listen to this thing and just, you could sit there and it just makes you smile in spite of yourself because you're like, this record is terrible in every way possible, but somebody sat down and made this record. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. Like somebody really did it. Like they really went out and did it. (laughs) All of it. Like like every single part of it. Like I'm I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna gonna do that while I got a big mouthful of America. (laughs) (laughs) But they did the whole thing. Like they called Ziggy Marley. They they called a literal actual
2: breathing Marley. That's actually the
0: most egregious. Thing I can remember in pop history. I remember they're, we were listening
2: to it, we We're like, oh, uh, oh no. 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 The, the Marley, the Marleys are very good at making money now. Yeah, they yeah. Are, and, they are, that's, and they should be. They no, should be. No, okay. Yeah. okay, so that's the other thing I'll say about this record.
3: There are moments on this record where you want to get mad, but then you stop and you go, wait, Bob Marley is an energy drink at 7 <laughs> Eleven.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. So I yeah, can't
3: yeah. say shit about it. There's, like, there's Tough Gong Rolling Papers at the at like, semi, probably. so of fuck. And I think my one thing I'll say. I will buy this record, but my one statement about this whole record is "son of a fucking
0: bitch." <laughs> just son of a fucking
1: bitch. Like,
0: <laughs> I, you should pitch that, that to is... like Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a a... <laughs> son of a fucking bitch. That's three all... stars. Yeah. Son of you. a fucking bitch. <laughs> like
2: that's all I say every time
3: I listen to the record three times, and every time I get done with that, I'll just go
2: "son of a fucking bitch." <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Eduardo. I'm not gonna buy it, but no, but yeah. I'll sh- but I'll share a uh, a similar anecdote, which is that as I said, uh, my wife and I were making breakfast this morning and doing sh- doing shit around the house, and I just put this on, and I was like, hey, you know, you like FM country, you listen to more FM country than I do, you listen to more pop than I do. Let's listen to this together, and you can give me some pointers and some thoughts or whatever. And every song, we were saying we were just talking shit about it, right? And just like, oh, that line is gross. This is so dumb. <laughs> I can't believe they went there. right? <laughs> that chorus is so gaudy, like all of these things. And at the end of it, she was like, "So, can you? How do I get that album on my phone, though?" <laughs> right, which I think is which I think is probably uh, along the lines of what you were saying, Marcus. So I I, I mean I yes. can't I can't say I'm not gonna stream anything from right. it ever again. And and as I said earlier, like it doesn't matter. Holy is here to stay. Holy will be here Holy, for the next. Holy is here to stay yeah, for, it's, for, it's, decades. It's I, I, for decades. It's not going anywhere. For decades. People oh, have you
0: announced <laughs> that yet? Uh, you can you can talk about it right now.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, Panorama Productions, the guys who run uh, Echo Stage and Soundcheck and Ultra Bar, uh, they're opening up a four-story. Uh, Retro theme nightclub that I have. I'm the the uh, what is it? I'm the, the creative director or something for it. Let me pull out my business card. Ooh, <laughs> that business card. I mean, that,
0: you don't have to do all that. I, <laughs> I have to because I have to
3: like announce what my title is correctly, and I, and I like having titles on occasion because as a freelancer, when somebody gives you a title, it feels kind of cool. Oh, okay. I, I do concept development. Whoa. So um, yeah. So basically, that's a title. Uh, that's a title. Me to listen to pop music of all stripes. Mm-hmm from the 80s, 90s, 2000s and 2010s for the last like 2 months uh, the club will be opening probably uh, the last week of September first week of October and um if, if you like this record you're going to love some of the stuff that you're mm-hmm. going to hear in this club. <laughs> so you you're... guys are
0: going to have a Florida Georgia line. Night. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I mean, of course. That's of course of,
3: course. of course. Of course. Because we're not too far away from the Chain Smokers and Florida Georgia Line getting together and making no. the big EDM you know good bro have sex with all the women (laughs) Mm -hmm. get high song
0: which is the same type of music let's be clear exact same exact
3: same it'll be a trap anthem too because they'll call it (laughs) carnage for somebody you know put it all
0: together um i'm actually you know you know if he came into this thinking it was going to be a bunch of like trash 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 like in the interest of uh you know we've explained this twice now this is mainly for patrick's benefit when we say stream (laughs) it (laughs) This is how you try stuff out, right? Mm-hmm. In 2016, yeah. You can hop on Spotify for free, or you can go to YouTube, or you can Pandora. Maybe. Good title. No, you can't get a title. I mean, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, um. Deezer? Although, were they one of the? Were they one of the fucking? I think they were. I think they were one of the partners of Title. I, I will look that up and confirm. With okay. Shares. Okay. Oh wow! Fabulous. <laughs> uh. I think you owe it to yourself, uh, because of the aforementioned bubble that you're probably in right now. If you're still with us, like, <laughs> like to, to check this out and look, the reality is you're probably gonna hate it. You, you, but, but if you are like us and and how we we take in music and I think two ways. I and I'm speaking for all this, but I think it's I, I'm okay to do this. We take the immediate like saccharine hit of something, which mm-hmm. is like just the enjoyment. The physical enjoyment of sitting and listening to this stuff, and then we dig into and get enjoyment out of like tearing it apart and saying what it says, how it's saying it, mm-hmm. and looking at it on a very uh, analytical level. And we've often said that music is a science, and uh, except for that little little point oh two percent, and these guys are scientists. Why are they, they fucking so I'm gonna say stream it. I'm never gonna to listen to this fucking album again. But <laughs> but you should you should check it out. You should stream it at the very
2: least. If you're if you're so offended, like know your enemy. Yeah, and 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 just in general, like listen to music that you don't think you would like. Right? Like yeah. just like just to just to be a complete person. Like, like yeah. go outside of your comfort zone. So if you don't know what's happening on the country charts or the pop charts. Just go to Spotify and, and check out the top, you know, twenty streaming songs of what, And if you hate it, that's fine. But I, at least and do I'll, it, go you know?
0: I'll go further than that. I'll say try to find something good in it. Yeah, right. There's there's very, very little in this world where there's nothing good in it. Like I, I can think of maybe one of the presidential candidates, but there's <laughs> there's very I mean when you when you when it, Gary Johnson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to it, there really is very little. Aside from the obvious right. uh, where there's nothing, nothing good uh, in it. And uh, like I said, explore like it, you know yeah, it to yourself
2: and, 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 and realize that like there are so many people out there listening to this stuff. There are so many people out there whose who's, who's, whose who's view of music is shaped by things that most of us don't even mm-hmm. necessarily consider or that don't come into our yeah. sphere of, um, and
0: maybe you can talk to those people Cause you can understand their language if you listen to this, and then like drop the fucking Kendrick album, mom. Yeah, <laughs> drop, right.
1: Drop,
0: no, right. Drop the telephone album. Yeah. Drop,
3: drop. Drop. No name gypsy on these people. Just yeah. do that. And
0: and, and do that. yeah. And you can start if they're open enough. Do that. You can start a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Which you know, then they may like burn all their Florida Georgia Line I'll, records. I'll tell, that's I'll, I'll tell people
3: there. what. I, what this that this album forced me to listen to literally right now. I'm listening to De La Soul's Three Feet High and Rising.
0: There yeah, go. that's actually uh, yeah. That's about what I, I've been listening to the. Uh, well, I can't say what that album is. You oh, know what? You know what I know what album yeah, you're listening yeah, to, yeah. but exactly I, which I, one? Yeah, but but i have not hollering
2: at Bofa. <laughs> no,
0: no. No. So, sorry. No, it's screaming at. Uh, no, <laughs> screaming at Harambe. No, picks <laughs> oh. out. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you, gentlemen, for coming down here. Of course, uh, and, uh,
4: yeah. we'll see you soon. Get a one-star, me down for to try to fix up. With some part-time cash and driving a tractor, find a sweet little thing, where's your ball cap back? Which kind of place you can't wait to leave, and nobody does, because you miss it too much. May we all know that.
0: If you make it guys, look, we, we made it. You made it. It was great. It worked out in the end. I think that, that was a fascinating conversation. That was actually really what I wanted to talk about, uh and and how uh we can we can take a look at this music and not just dismiss it out of hand. Um because hey, look, it employs a bunch of people, for one. Uh musicians want to talk about making it. I know I know this would be completely selling out if you were if you were a smaller indie band. Uh, but it is one path, uh, because, like it or not, people will pay you millions of dollars to um, sing about high on loving you. So, um, so yeah. Thanks to uh, Marcus. Thanks to Eduardo for 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 blazing that trail with us. And we'll be back with some more. Uh, stuff we probably shouldn't do in the future. Uh, Before we get out of here today, I I promised you some level up, and I'm going to deliver here. Now, Level Up is a it's a, a quartet out of New York. They met in college, and uh, you know this is their third album. But they they're very uh, they've been bouncing around the DIY scene for quite a while. Uh, sort of befriended our friend Quinn. Uh, played com- ping pong here in town a lot. Played above his place above the bayou a lot. Uh, it, they definitely were riding in on this wave of '90s. Uh, not nostalgia, but sort of like a honorarium. They or honorificum or something uh, you know, and, and there's a healthy mix of Weezer and Son, uh, Sonic Youth up in there, uh, all in all it's a great mix so it's no surprise that Sub Pop picked them up uh, so their third album is out now I believe, it is called Return to Love, the track we're going to be playing is Pain and uh, if you're ready we'll do it so here you go, this is Level Up's Pain off of their new album Return to Love
4: Singing softly next to you
0: by level up uh name of the album is return to love go out and get it at your local record store or online or stream it or do whatever with it it's it's actually a really groovy little album like it a lot like it a lot missed them this time through dc but that i will not repeat that mistake uh, next time they come through uh that's our podcast for this week thank you guys for uh, for hanging out Uh, through this and uh, if you liked what you heard uh, or in this case disliked uh, let us know you can leave a comment below there but you can also rate us on iTunes and you can give us a star you can subscribe to it if this was totally your jam uh, we're also in Google Play we are in MixCloud we are in Stitcher going to be up on SoundCloud really soon going to start that in October promise I've been saying that for a long time Um, and uh, you know speaking of October we're going to have a lot of good stuff coming up next few weeks uh, we got the Bonnie Iver album coming up that we're going to talk about. Uh, that should be a uh, <laughs> interesting discussion there—musical uh, Jesus or or just not. That's that's really that's what it is. So uh, we got that coming up. A lot of a lot of other great albums and uh, might have some groovy interviews coming up for you. So starting to line those up uh, because Rocktober is is sort of the the month where we blow all that shit out. So once again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will be back in a few short days. Until then, uh, get out and see some live music. Get out and see some Florida Georgia Line. No, no, don't do not do that. Uh, but get out and see some live music. Be good to your ears, but be better to your people. We'll talk to you in a few.
1: <laughs> oh. Oh. oh,
0: Kenobi!